Dad deserves double the thanks this year. So this Father's Day, give him the power tool system that has everything for every job. The RYOBI One Plus tool system now on special buy. Over 260 RYOBI tools powered by one interchangeable 18-volt battery. And for a limited time, when you make a qualifying RYOBI purchase, you get one select tool or battery free. Feels like Father's Day at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Offer valid through July 31st, 2022. Valid at participating stores and online. Limit one per transaction. Something you probably do know. Progressive can not only offer you a great price when you bundle home and auto, they offer you round-the-clock protection. Something you probably don't know. The average oak tree branch can hold 70 pounds. Something you probably do know. Your neighbor is building their kid a treehouse. Something you probably don't know. A falling treehouse would take out your whole fence. Bundle your home and auto with Progressive and get more than a great price. Get round-the-clock protection. Something you know for the things you don't know. Coverage from Progressive Casualty Insurance Company, affiliates, and third-party insurers and subject to policy terms. Bundle discount not available in all states or situations. All Hit Radio. Welcome to the X-Zone. A place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. Now, here's your host, Rob McConnell. Welcome back to the Exxon, everyone. This hour, we're going to be talking about addiction. Uh, no, I'm not going to be talking about addiction to drugs. Nope, not even to food. I'm going to be asking our guest this hour, Stephen J. Fogel about smartphone addiction. Now, we all have seen examples of this. You go to a restaurant, people are sitting there with their family, they order their meal, they all go into their pockets and get their handheld devices, and throughout the entire course of the meal, do they talk to each other? No. Do they look at each other? No. What do they do? They're texting. Uh... Personally, I don't understand it. I really don't. Because if you go to supper with your wife, your friends, your family, you're doing it as a unit. Why would you want to text other people? I find that very insulting. That if I'm talking to you and you say, wait a minute, I I need to text something. I take that as a message that you really don't give two hoots about me. My time doesn't mean anything to you. So why try to talk to me in the first place. Now, I may be wrong. I may be all what? Maybe I'm from the school of old dinosaurs and rotary phones. Maybe I'm from the school where if you had something to say to somebody, you used a telephone, you didn't text, or you didn't uh, sit there and play video games on your smartphone. What is this world coming to? Well, this is why I've decided to ask my guest this hour, Stephen J. Fogel, by the way, he's written a book entitled Your Mind is What Your Brain Does for a Living. Uh, He's a principal and co-founder of Westwood Financial Corporation, one of the largest owner-operators of retail properties in the United States. He is a licensed real estate broker and past chairman of the California Arts Council. Your Mind is What Your Brain Does for a Living uh, is his third book. He is also the author of My Mind is Not Always My Friend, a guide for how not to get into your own way. Now, there's a sentence for you. And the Yes, I Can Guide to Mastering Real Estate. Once again, joining me is Stephen J. Vogel. And Stephen, welcome to the X-Zone. Oh, thank you for inviting me. I would imagine in the world of real estate, uh, smartphones can be very addictive, Oh, they're addictive and everything, but I think the most important thing for us to ask ourselves is why. Mm -hmm. And uh, um, that goes back to the way we are wired, the way we came on the planet. And uh, um, in in man's earliest days, we were hunters and gatherers. We hadn't yet learned how to domesticate animals, and we didn't know how to grow our own food. Mm -hmm. So we, we stayed in these tribes of 30, 35 people, and, uh, you know, every day everyone would go in a different direction and look for food if they didn't have any and come back and tell the others. Or if a predatory uh, threat, an animal or something came by, took everybody to take the animal down and to stay safe. So back in those days, uh, we started to understand that we better stay in good stead with our tribe. Right. Because if we don't, we're dead guys. So... Um, 
this wiring has gone on and on and on, and through evolution, we have sharpened it. So we all have a voice in our head, and the voice in our head has two things on its mind 24-7. The primary thing it has on its mind is survival, and the other purpose we have is reproduction. So everything we are looking at, do you remember those World War II movies where they had those radar things on the top of the ships and yep. they circled and circled? Yes. And then some guy down in the belly of the ship told the captain, incoming bogey at 4 o'clock. Right. Captain looked at the blip and said, all men to your battle stations and it's war to your death. So when, when that voice in our head perceives anything as a threat, that's what's going on. It's all men to your battle stations. So it used to be that uh, uh, back in agrarian times, we pretty much got our incoming bogeys through either talking to one another, looking at one another, facial things, mm -hmm. or, or maybe just uh, our body English. But that was the way we got things. And then over time, we got printed language, and then we got mail, and then along comes Alexander Graham Bell, and, and we have telephones. So those were the incoming bogeys. And when we had phone calls... Uh, if you weren't there, you know, someone took a message. You called back in a, in a few hours or a day. You got a letter, you read the letter, you put it down, mm -hmm. and maybe you responded to it the next day. Yeah. Now we have the digital communication, and we are expected, if we want to be a good tribe member, to be responsive immediately 24-7. So that's why the guy sits at the restaurant, because he's got all of his other tribes. It may be his business tribe, could be his children, could be uh, his service group, whatever it is. We're afraid, if we don't respond, uh, that there's a problem. You and I have to respond to a commercial break right now. Because if I don't, I've got a problem. ExoNation, Stephen J. Fogel is our special guest this hour. His website is www.stephenjfogel.com, and that's S-T-E-V-E-N-J-A-Y-F-O-G-E-L.com. And we're talking about his new book, Your Mind is What Your Body Does for a Living. And uh, Stephen and I will be back on the other side of this two-minute commercial break as we continue here in the Exxon from our broadcast center in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. My name is Rob McConnell. Don't go away. With each new extreme weather event or terrorist act, it becomes increasingly obvious that we live in uncertain and challenging times. We all buy car insurance. Why not collapse and catastrophe insurance? Matthew Stein, an MIT-trained engineer and green builder, has written two outstanding books to help people prepare, plan for, and deal with everything from minor situations lasting a few days to full-on collapse. Matt's first book, When Technology Fails, is a manual for self-reliance, sustainable living, and surviving the long emergency. This massive book covers the gamut from first aid and emergency preparedness to alternative healing, renewable energy, primitive living skills, and 18th century technologies that could be critical to your comfort and survival in a long-lasting crisis. Matt's second book, When Disaster Strikes, is a comprehensive emergency preparedness handbook and survival guide. When Disaster Strikes is an essential item for every family's go-bag, both books are available at all usual sources. There's a wealth of totally free information posted at whentechfails.com and author-signed copies may be purchased at mattstein.com. That's www.whentechfails.com and www.mattstein.com. Named one of the world's greatest psychics, Elizabeth Joyce is now giving readings worldwide via Skype. Elizabeth Joyce is recognized for her clairvoyant ability to help find missing persons, her analysis of dreams, past life regression work, mediumship, and her accurate predictions. Elizabeth has been a frequent guest on the X-Zone radio show with yours truly, Rob McConnell, now for several years. For an appointment with Elizabeth Joyce, call 201-934-8986 or Skype at elizabeth.joyce. And for more information, you can always visit Elizabeth Joyce online 
at www.new-visions.com. disease that you would like to alleviate through a natural means? Have you been contacted by angels, ghosts, or even extraterrestrials and want to validate these experiences? Or would you simply like to speak with someone who can help you find your life's purpose? I'm Dr. Joseph Mara, and I'm offering my services free of charge for first-time clients contacting me during the month of April. These free consultations include angel card readings, guided meditations, life coaching, and energy healing. If you have always wanted to explore these types of experiences but were skeptical or simply could not afford them, then take advantage of this free special offer. Contact me through my website, aguidinglight, spelled L-I-T-E, dot com, to schedule your consultation today. Until then, I offer you love, light, and laughter. Yeah, get down on your knees and show us some appreciation. We're here Monday through Friday for four hours in a row around the world from our broadcast center in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. I was just kidding about getting on your knees, by the way, Exonation. You know me better than that. Most of you have been with me for 22 years now. And you know what? I can honestly say I'm not addicted to a smartphone. Am I in the, the, the high majority or the low minority? Oh, if you're talking about being in uh, in a metropolitan area mm-hmm. in a first world country, you're in the minority. If you're talking about being uh, uh, in a third world country, you're kind of in the middle of the pack. You know, some statistics are 84% of respondents uh, said they couldn't last at least one day without their smartphones. Oh, come on, guys. 50% of Americans keep their phones with them during sleep. My God, and this is a quote almost like a security blanket, our guest said. Uh, This is true of more than 80% of 18 to 24-year-olds, and 20% said they check their phones every 10 minutes. Let me ask you something. By people being so addicted to their their, uh, smartphones, how much of their time during their paid work week is actually being wasted on their personal cell phone use instead of being focused on the job they're getting paid for? Well, uh, that's something that I think we'll never really get to the bottom of, although I would say it's probably about 20% of the time. Wow. But um, the real issue is is uh, when do we have peace of mind? Mm-hmm. When do we, uh, when are we just with, with whatever creative source is within us or, or whatever life is all about, when do we get back to that? That's a bigger question. What, in your opinion, are the three signs that you're addicted to technology? Well, it's not... One of the things is, is if you're constantly ruminating. Another thing is, is if those uh, radar things in your head mm-hmm. never stop spinning. And the third thing is, is if you are always in worry. What always you're missing worry. out on. Ah. What are you missing out on? Who's trying to reach you? What's going to happen? Uh, we, are con- we are so fear-based. Like an example would be that uh, you're walking down the street. Mm-hmm. You see a homeless person. You don't think twice about it. You see another homeless person. This one has a look in their eye that you don't know what it means, but you're scared. You walk a block around that person only because your radar is in fear. So we are such fear-based creatures that a look, uh, a touch, a thought, anything brings anxiety to us. The anxiety gets the uh, uh, various secretions in our body working, mm-hmm. and we're off to the races. We all have something uh, up in the, the frontal lobes of the head called an amygdala. And uh, uh, an amygdala is about the size of a Brazil nut, maybe an inch and a half long and maybe a little less than a half an inch wide. And that's the point of entry for uh, for all input. So um, some of us have an amygdala with a hair trigger. So when you see some, and by the way, it's all fear-based. So when someone comes along, again, that homeless person Mm -hmm. with that 
with that strange look in the eye, the amygdala picks it up, and the amygdala has fight or flight all the time. So if, if we're hair-trigger amygdala people, we are constantly going to be uh, on the verge of running and if we're, or else shooting. And if we have uh, a nice calmness to, the, to our amygdala, then we can process things. So the thing with the cell phones and the digital technology is that the amygdala is waiting for them to come in. It's, it's we keep picking up our phone because we're anxious to be ready for whatever threat is coming. Personally, I, I just use my, cell, my, my smartphone to make phone calls with. I'm not constantly checking it. In fact, when I walk out of the office, that's where the technology ends. I've had enough of it. My guess is, is your sense of self is very strong, mm-hmm. and uh, you're a very well-adjusted human being. Well, so I, yeah. I, I think that's where, that's where you have the balance. So are, are we then increasing the insecurity of society with all this technology? Well, I think what it comes down to is who are we? And uh, are you familiar with an author named Ray Kurzweil? No, I'm not. He's a wonderful futurist, and, and he's written a book that came out a couple of years ago called The Singularity is Now. And he makes the point that, uh, that uh, along with many others, that um, as we speak today, scientists are reverse engineering the human mind. And the idea is, is that in theory, we could, uh, in, in the same way when, when our cell phone, when, when voice technology came out, and the first time we spoke into phones and something said, who do you want to speak to, press one for this or yeah. press two for that, they had a very small vocabulary, and everybody was frustrated constantly. It never seemed to work. Mm-hmm. Today, if you use an Apple phone, the Surrey has a, a multi-hundred-thousand-dollar la- language base where it can understand most words. So uh, as that has developed, it's like the artificial intelligence. Uh, ultimately, there will be, he believes, a merger uh, between uh, uh, artificial intelligence and DNA-based uh, uh, organisms like the human. Right. And that uh, he believes that ultimately what the currency of the universe is, is intelligence and that everything is trying to put intelligence forward and forward and forward throughout the entire galaxy. And as we think of evolution, we think of it as DNA-based. That, Like uh, we had the Big Bang Theory, and then if you believe in the Big Bang Theory, then out of the primordial slime came one-celled creatures, and from one-celled creatures begot jellyfish and reptiles and ultimately humans. And... Uh, uh, so everything has evolved through DNA. Everything came from the primordial slime. Everything had the same DNA. So we tend to believe that, uh, uh, that, that the DNA will be the platform of, uh, of all evolution in the future. But uh, he believes, and, and I go along with it, personally, that uh, in the way that uh, uh, first we had uh, maybe Betamax, and then we got VHS, mm-hmm. and then the, that led to the, you know, to the CDs or, you know, discs, right. and now everything just comes through uh, the Internet, that probably the DNA platform that humanity and all other living creatures are, are probably like the Betamax platform, and we may ultimately shift to some other platform as uh, intelligence just goes to its final end, which is probably the reverse of the Big Bang. So are we actually going to see the integration of, of, of humans with technology? And will, technolo- a- and will technology take over the human race? Okay, there's two questions there. The first question is, is are we going to see it? And the answer is, not only are we going to see it, that is exactly why your proverbial person at the, din- at the restaurant mm-hmm. with his family cannot get his, uh, his mind out of his digital piece because he has already melded with it. The reason why people get so uh, upset if they've forgotten their cell phone is it's almost as if we have forgotten a part of ourself that we need to interact with the universe. So we're already past that point. So we're, we are really... Oh, no. Most people are really dependent on their technology in order to survive? 
at this point, yes, in the same way that we are dependent on electricity, in the same way we are dependent on oil, in the same way we're dependent on having a grocery store. Uh, if, if it were up to me and there were no grocery stores and I had to personally feed my family, uh, I don't know if there'd be if I could find a berry or a root, or I don't know if I could exist for about two or three days without a grocery store. So what are the you know, dangers? One, one of the one of the other things is is that as a society, uh, we went from the agrarian revolution mm -hmm. through the uh, through the industrial revolution with the understanding that there's boundaries on what the boss can ask you to do. You went to work at nine, you left at five. Rarely would a boss ever call you. Rarely would you call your boss. It was just unacceptable. Today, those boundaries don't exist. As long as it's in digital form, we can reach out to each other at 3 in the morning and be disappointed if we don't get an answer at 3.05. Hence, the person sleeps with their phone next to their pillow. Dad deserves double the thanks this year. So this Father's Day, give him the power tool system that has everything for every job. The RYOBI One Plus tool system now on special buy. Over 260 RYOBI tools powered by one interchangeable 18-volt battery. And for a limited time, when you make a qualifying RYOBI purchase, you get one select tool or battery free. Feels like Father's Day at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Offer valid through July 31st, 2022. Valid at participating stores and online. Limit one per transaction. Are you passionate about your professional future but not sure what's next? The Ohio State University Fisher College of Business can take your education and career to the next level with its highly ranked Working Professional MBA. With flexibility to earn a degree entirely on campus, online, or a mix of both, an MBA from Ohio State is more accessible than ever. To get started, visit go.osu.edu slash WPMBA. The Ohio State University Max M. Fisher College of Business, where principled leaders are created. Are you ready to learn the business skills you need to accelerate your career? The Ohio State University Fisher College of Business is now offering its highly ranked working professional MBA entirely online. Whether you choose to attend on campus, online, or a mix of both, you're in control, balancing the demands on your busy schedule. Don't wait. Start your personalized MBA journey this fall. Visit go.osu.edu slash WPMBA to learn more and apply. The Ohio State University Max M. Fisher College of Business where principled leaders are created. Yeah. And by the way, this we're just at the beginning of this. Probably within the next two years, uh, our refrigerators will be emailing us, telling us that we need to, the lettuce is wilted. Our toilets will be emailing us, telling us that it's analyzed the remains of our excrement and found that uh, we have too much of one chemical and not enough of another. Every inanimate object will be texting or, or emailing us to keep us up to date on what's going on. But isn't that going too far? Do we really need all this information? And how does it enrich our life? Well, it depends how far back you're standing. If you're looking at it from a father looking at his children, you say, hey, you'd be a lot better off going to uh, the park and, mm -hmm. and running and playing. That's right. And, and if you're looking at it from the standpoint of a scientist who says that life on Earth is getting too complex and we need more space in the universe, then know that nothing makes a difference except the survival of our species. But how is this electronic mass... Uh, market that we see ourselves in. We're getting inundated with radio waves. We're getting inundated with microwaves. We're getting inundated with the RF frequencies within our house from smart, this smart, that smart, the other thing. It's, it's going to take an effect on the human brain. So what are they doing? Dumbing us down so that they can incorporate their ultimate will to take over the world using our bodies? There is no they. It is our species as a whole. In the same way that if you go into uh, uh, a bee, uh, uh, you know, where, where the, the a a beehive. beehive, yeah, yeah, a beehive, an ant farm, a termite hill, they are they are millions of individual organisms that act as one organism with one collective purpose, and uh, uh, humanity mm -hmm. has one collective purpose, and that's to move forward to survive. Yes to move forward and whatever mm -hmm. our purpose is it's really not even it, it it may be some of us have a point of view what it may be but so far there's been nothing that we can count on that says why humanity is on the planet why is that such a pivotal point why does this have to be answered 
it doesn't have to be answered. Uh, uh, in the um, if you go back to Jewish Talmudic scholars, mm-hmm. there's there's a point of view they have that it's not up to anyone to finish building the temple. It's only up to everyone to continue its building. Meaning, all we are doing is mm-hmm. going forward. And if you are a well-adjusted human with a good sense of humor, then you enjoy the ride. Maybe that's why I do the show. I enjoy the ride. Stephen, stand by. You and I have to take our news break at the bottom of the hour. Exxon Nation. Stephen J. Fogel's our very special guest this hour. And um, his website, do you have your pencils and paper ready? Because here it is, stephenjfogel.com. He's the author of Your Mind is What Your Brain Does for a Living. There you go. My mind must be a radio because I'm here in the Exxon. And we're coming to you from our broadcast center in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Don't go away. Are you considering calling a psychic to read your situation? Then consider David Champion, a psychic medium for more than 20 years with thousands of readings under his belt. David Champion will make you feel comfortable. He has proven to be honest and accurate. He's a straight shooter. There's no guesswork. What he sees is what you get. While he is a medium, most of the calls focus on relationships, not only love, but work, school, neighbors, and more. Need help with finding a job and preparing for the interview? Are you dealing with people who are obstacles in your path? For more information, go to davidchampion.com, $1.50 per minute, paid by credit card, with a minimum of 30 minutes. For your reading with David Champion, call 1-877-702-702. 8598. That's 1-877-702-8598. Now you can dial in to listen to the Exxon Radio Show from anywhere in the world with Rob McConnell 24-7, 365 by dialing 213-401-0080. That's 213-401-0080. If you have a mobile phone or landline, the Exxon Radio Show with Rob McConnell is now at your beck and call at 213-401-0080. That's 213-401-0080, 24-7, 365. Hi, this is Elizabeth Joyce with the X-Tone. This week, beginning March 31st through April 6th, we have eclipses, retrogrades, and the Grand Cross energy. That comes on April 28th, which is going to bring activity and attention to your relationships. On the 29th, the solar eclipse in Taurus will bring a focus on your finances. Your patience will be tested throughout the month because three planets are retrograde. Your mind will be on several different issues this month as Mercury zips through Pisces, Aries, and finally Taurus. When Mars is in partnership-oriented Libra, you can expect activity in that area of your life. Be sensitive to the needs of people around you. Aim for harmony and equality in all of your alliances, whether they are emotional or professional. There are two very strong, challenging aspects in April, on the 20th and the 21st. Actually, This energy will affect you the entire month beginning today. For many, they bring stress, nervousness, a crisis, suffering, a dilemma, or other problems. Be sure to stay alert. Avoid all high crime neighborhoods and people who have been abusive to you in the past. Since the Grand Cross triggers, the water signs expect lots of April showers. And for more information on Elizabeth Joyce, visit her website, www.new-visions.com. My guest this hour is Stephen J. Fogel. His website is www.stephenjfogel.com. He's the author of Your Mind is What Your Brain Does for a Living. Uh, Stephen, so how would you recommend people balance the, the scales between addiction and to normal use if there is such a thing or is the normal use the addiction okay um 
the way to find balance in the world uh, is similar to uh, the process of enlightenment. And I believe that, uh, that the key to enlightenment mm-hmm. is when you, the first time we get that we have a voice in our head and that we are not the voice in our head. Um, we all have a voice in our head, and it's pretty much on 24-7. Many people, if you ask them if they have the voice in the head, they will say, no, I don't, mm-hmm. and they'll say once in a while. And if you ask them how often uh, and you try to pin them down, they may say four or five times a day. Well, the voice in our head is, is 24-7, and it's every thought we have. And uh, most of us believe that the voice in the head is me, and that I am the voice in the head, that we are a single unit. And they haven't yet gotten that, uh, the way I like to describe it, it's, it's kind of like in a political system. In the United States political system, we have the president, and then the president, when, uh, when a big issue comes along, then you, he goes to his secretary of state or his secretary of war. And generally, if you're talking to the secretary of state, it says debate with the people. And if you're talking with the secretary of war, it says bomb them. Mm-hmm. And then the president has to uh, consider choose, you know, look at all of the options and make a determination what way he wants to go. So the voice in our head is like our Secretary of War, our Secretary of State, only we don't realize that we have a choice to make a decision. So uh, with, the, with, with the digital technology, the first thing you have to do is you have to be present to we do not have to participate in it 24-7 that we need our own individual space. And once you get, once you get that the voice in your head is not you, mm-hmm. then, then the next thing that you have to get to be free of that is most of us believe that our feelings are facts. So the, so the boss gives us a dirty look, we get a feeling he doesn't like us, and we're going to get fired, and we then start turning that into a fact, and we start exacerbating everything because we had a feeling, yeah. we forget it's a feeling, we make it a fact. So, uh, so in order to get over the addiction, whether it be to uh, the cell phone technology, almost any addiction, the first thing is, is to know that you have an issue, you have a problem. With, uh, with the technology, uh, it's very much uh, being able to realize it and then disconnect from it. Then when you disconnect from it, it it's, it's very analogous to wanting uh, a good, uh, you know, good physical fitness. So if, if you haven't been doing a lot of good physical fitness stuff and you decide, okay, I need to do that, and I have some vanity, I want my muscles to look good, mm-hmm. then you say, okay, I'm going to join a gym or else I'm going to take an hour a day and do this and that, and then you work at it. And if you work consistently at it, you will start to get the benefit. So it is the same thing with, uh, uh, with uh, the cell phone technology. If you want the benefit of the peace of mind of being able to put it down, mm-hmm. you have to resolve that you need that, and then you have to work at it just like you have to work at the gym. You have to set aside like 20 minutes twice a day and do something comparable to meditating. Uh, for myself, long before I ever knew about this, I got into the habit of being a runner. And for 40 years, I ran six miles a day, six days a week. And one of the things I found is that's its own meditation. When your body is actually doing any activity, uh, it occupies the voice in your head. So the voice in your head can't keep a conscious train of thought. It can't keep a through line. As soon as that happens, then you, be, you have a breakthrough and you start to be able to commune with, uh, with whatever the source is and just find peace. That is where the, uh, the break from the digital technology into having peace of mind, that's the entryway for it. Are humans wired to, to cope with all the information that we're being flooded with today, whether it be yes, email, email, text, yes. news, whatever? Yes, we are definitely wired to it. Uh, one of the things that's the most unusual part about the wiring is mm-hmm. is that uh, uh, today we think of uh, we think of things like an iPad. You 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 buy an iPad; it is exactly the way it's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. You can't get inside it. You can't tinker with it. You can't add. You can't subtract. 
20 years ago, we had our, uh, our first stereos and things like that. And, and if you're like me, when you got your first stereo, you went to a big store, and the guy said you need a tuner, and then he said you need a woofer, and then he says you need uh, uh, speakers, and then you need this component and this component. Mm-hmm. And by the time you got home, you had 20 boxes, and it took you hours to wire them together. So the iPad would be everything is exactly the way it is now, one box, all you're set up to go. The 20 years ago would be the computer store with 20 different components. So through evolution, the way our central nervous system is designed is more like the stereo system. So as, as we evolved, we added a new component, and it was a separate component. So all of these components are wired together, and they all interact. The problem is is that uh, they are not wired exactly the same in everybody, and we're born with, it's believed today, we have about a trillion neurons. And the neurons come online at different times throughout the growing process, and uh, uh, they, don't, uh, they don't distribute themselves in the same way in every person. So someone that, that's very athletic... Uh, has more neurons in the muscle control, you know, in in the hand-eye coordination mm-hmm. department or other departments, and perhaps they don't have as many in uh, in the analytical department or vice versa. So depending upon the way we're wired, we have different coping strategies, and and therefore the someone like yourself who who has the blessing of not being addicted to the incoming bogeys. You have the ability to do a lot of other things. If you, if all of your neuro, if if you had a disproportionate amount of your components of your central nervous system wired in the area of fear, more than most, then then you're going to be totally focused on all incoming potential fear. Wow, uh, t- tell me, are we communicating more or less uh, these days, and, and is the quality of communication getting better or worse? Well, that, that all depends where you where you look at it. Okay. Uh, if you, if you are if what we are doing is is that as a if we were a hundred years ago, mm-hmm. we would communicate a great deal by letters, and people wrote beautiful letters, and they'd go seven, eight, ten pages, and they would explain all sorts of things. To, and, and people were taught how to do that. There's a beginning to a letter. There's greetings and salutations. There's a whole format. Yeah. Today, we are teaching our children to think in 140-character thoughts, the same thing that's a text. We, we are no longer teaching our kids the skills of how to put together an interesting story. Um, it used to be when we watched television, or when, when we watched television, every, everything we watched had a beginning, a middle and an end. That's right. So if you if you watched I Love Lucy mm-hmm. in the first beginning part of it, there was, you know, something came up where she had to take someone to lunch and it was a big deal, and then there was an obstacle because she couldn't get a reservation or her husband wanted her to go somewhere, and at the end we saw the lunch. So beginning, middle, and end. Today we are uh, so into uh, non-scripted reality TV that there is never a beginning, a middle, and an end. Uh, if if you're watching the uh, uh, if you're watching the Kardashians or if you're watching those shows where uh, they buy uh, the public storage units, right? Every episode, it's there is no beginning, middle, and an end. No. All there are is characters and more and more just plain information. So we have commu- our children are not being brought up in a situation with beginning, middle, and end. They are not being brought up with something that they have to communicate in the way we did. Now they are simply with flow. Everything is flowing. Meet you here, meet you there. Oh, we have a two-hour deadline. Let's do the tour. It's a never-ending conveyor belt. For every pro, there has to be a con, because we live in a a binary civilization, a binary existence, good, bad, up, down, in, out, right, left, and the list goes on and on and on. God forbid the day comes where there is an electromagnetic pulse. All the satellites are out. All the cell towers are out. How are these people going to cope with life? We won't. You know, probably three-quarters of us will evaporate, one-quarter of us will adapt and try and survive. And, and, uh, but then you could also, if we, if we were dinosaurs mm-hmm. and we were talking to each other, there were millions and millions of dinosaurs on the planet, and they were just like us. But you look around and you no longer see a single dinosaur. 
In Cincinnati, Ohio, I was there on a real estate thing, and, and this is, as a runner, they have a timeline that is five miles, and every stride, about every three feet, is a million years. Mm-hmm. And you see at the beginning, when you run on this timeline, the Big Bang, and then you go through all of the ages, the Pleistocene age, the Ice Age, and all of this, and in the actual last step of five miles is where man comes into existence. The planet is thought to be 18 billion years old. That means 18,000 million. And man is thought to be here less than 1 million. So we still have a lot of growing up to do. Who knows? And, yeah. we're, and, and growing, up may, growing up may be that we turn into a cyborg. So it looks like Star Trek was right again with a Borg. Yes, I believe yeah. it is, and and I believe that we all are cyborgs now, and I believe that uh, that our cell phones are the precursor of uh, something that will probably evolve right into a, an implant. Well, we already have uh, implant chips that are, that track people, that track you know uh, dogs. You can uh, certain people in high risk professions have chips installed in them and their children in case of kidnapping. So looks like those days are here. But what would you say to a young person who readily admits that he or she's addicted to her, his or her smartphone? Are you happy? And if their answer is, is that uh, after, if you ask someone, are you happy? People automatically respond. But if you find a way to get the voice in our head is completely territorial. Mm-hmm. So it's uh, when, when it, you and I are speaking now, it's my voice in my head talking to your voice in your head. Right. The, 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 part, of, the part of our super consciousness that is the essence of you and the essence of me is not really, really, really all that interested in anything other than getting back to source, other than... Uh, than, than just reuniting with whatever it is that life is all about. But we occupy ourselves the way we are right now, and we occupy ourselves in trying to make a living, and we occupy ourselves in trying to improve. But that's just an illusion. So what is, what is the reason for life? Why are we here? Ah, I do not have the answer. But uh, do you remember the movie City Slickers? Yes. Okay, in the movie City Slickers, the Billy Crystal uh, character has gone on with his friends on this getting back to nature mm-hmm. thing, and they meet the guy played by Jack Palance, yeah. who was named Curly, and Curly is a guy with a tremendous sense of self. He doesn't take any prisoners, and he knows what life's about. Billy Crystal, in a, in a moment of, uh, of uh, being open and wondering what it is, asks the, uh, the Jack Palance character, what's it all about? And Jack Palance puts up one finger and says, it's one thing. And Billy Crystal says, what is it? And he says, that's for you to find out. <laughs> that's so now, true. Yeah. Now, I believe that what that one, this is my personal belief, mm-hmm. that what that one thing is, is integration. And uh, uh, do you remember in, in that Terminator movie with Arnold Schwarzenegger, the one where uh, the bad guy, you'd blow the guy up or something, he'd turn into a million pieces of uh, mercury, be little mercury, you know, bubbles all around, and we think we've destroyed, you know, the bad guy. And then all of a sudden, all these little things of mercury find one another and rejoin into a big glob, and then they recreate the bad guy. Uh, can you get that picture? Yeah, I can. Okay, what I believe in is that uh, we want to return to source, and we are all a little piece of mercury, and we are all trying to get back together and integrate with whatever it's all about. Only nobody knows what it's all about. Once again, another analogy is E.T. call home. E.T. want to go home. He want, E.T. want to be with his source. Yeah, yeah. All right, all right stand by. You and I have to take our final break, Stephen. Stephen J. Fogel is our guest of the Sour XO Nation. He's the author of Your Mind is What Your Brain Does for a Living. Interesting. Good book. www.stephenjfogel.com My name's Rob McConnell. This is the Exxon. We'll be back on the other side of this short break. Don't go away.
With each new extreme weather event or terrorist act, it becomes increasingly obvious that we live in uncertain and challenging times. We all buy car insurance. Why not collapse and catastrophe insurance? Matthew Stein, an MIT-trained engineer and green builder, has written two outstanding books to help people prepare, plan for, and deal with everything from minor situations lasting a few days to full-on collapse. Matt's first book, When Technology Fails, is a manual for self-reliance, sustainable living, and surviving the long emergency. This massive book covers the gamut from first aid and emergency preparedness to alternative healing, renewable energy, primitive living skills, and 18th century technologies that could be critical to your comfort and survival in a long-lasting crisis. Matt's second book, When Disaster Strikes, is a comprehensive emergency preparedness handbook and survival guide. When Disaster Strikes is an essential item for every family's go-bag. Both books are available at all usual sources. There's a wealth of totally free information posted at whentechfails.com and author-signed copies may be purchased at mattstein.com. That's www.whentechfails.com and www.mattstein.com. Rob McConnell here, presenting an overview for Nicholas Paul Jinnix, author of a fascinating book, Amen. It presents facts revealed by Egyptologists, facts that enable us to understand why Amen is the beginning of creation of God. It provides recommendations for religious leaders of the major religions to unify their beliefs and teach the word of God, love one another. Amen informs people how mankind conceived God, it was the Egyptians that developed the concepts of a soul, a hereafter, and son of God. And finally, after the worship of many gods, they conceived the belief in one universal God, the maker of all there is. For more information, visit www.futureofgodamen.com. That's www.futureofgodamen.com. Explanation, uh, Stephen J. Fogel is our special guest this hour. He's the author of Your Mind is What Your Brain Does for a Living. His website is www.stephenjfogel.com. First of all, Stephen, thank you so much for taking time out of your very busy day to to be here with us in the Exxon to tell us about your book. Um, something that, that came to me over the last couple of seconds as we were just getting ready to come back into this uh, segment was, what mo- What was the name of the movie where Robin Williams was it was a robot was that centennial man oh uh well i only think of mork and mindy when yeah i think of robert williams no i don't get that one but mm. develop the point it, it was about how society changed and this robot only wanted to become a human and over the years you know people would come and go in this robot's life and but at towards the end it, he did become a human and then once he became a human he wanted to become a robot again if you can go with the possibility that the uh, that the real projectile of life mm-hmm. is intelligence, that everything is trying to get smarter and smarter and smarter, and you take that after that that the purpose of that of all of that is to integrate the universe again, then uh, then it. There's no distinction between a robot and a human. As long as something is going to the ultimate goal, it makes no difference what the vessel that brings it there is. Right. So basically what we're doing is going back to source or going back to the light. We're going back to the beginning. Yeah, if, if, you're, uh, if you're a physicist, mm-hmm. if you, you, know, you believe, again, with the Big Bang Theory, yeah. and, I, and for me this is always so hard to, you know, to really accept, that something smaller than uh, than a dot had everything the universe came out of something smaller than the dot that a pencil would put on a piece of paper. So trillions and trillions of tons of everything, all mm-hmm. the planets, all of everything came from a dot, and the same people that brought us this belief system, and, and I would assume it's probably true, 
believe that it's all going to reverse and that all the universe will go back to a dot eventually. Ashes to ashes, dust to dust. Yeah, it's a, we live in a very, very, very wonderful... Mm-hmm. You, thoughts can just expand as big as the universe, and all of this is just another thought. Who are we? What are we about? What's it all about, Alfie? Many questions, and for every question that is answered, hundreds of questions arise. Stephen, it's been a great pleasure talking to you. Um, what are your final thoughts for the Exxon Nation around the world? It's all going to be perfect. It isn't going to be the way we picture it, mm-hmm. but it's all going to be perfect. No matter what happens, it's exactly the way it's supposed to be. And where are your books available, Stephen? Oh, uh, all of the bookstores, Amazon.com, uh, totally, where, wherever you're going to find a book, if you ask for it, they'll find it for you. What's next in the life of Stephen J. Fogel? Oh, that's a wonderful question. Um, who I am is someone that likes to teach and likes mm-hmm. to learn. So probably my curiosity will be uh, what I will thrive on until they put me in the casket. And with any luck then, I'll find out what it's all about. And your name's not even Alfie. No, but I'm sure going to change it. <laughs> Stephen, thank you very much for joining us. A great pleasure. And uh, do me one little favor. Sure. Say hi to your mom for me. Oh, I will. My mother's 96, and she lives upstairs. My girlfriend's 31, and she lives downstairs. You animal, you. (laughs) Well, everybody's got to have some fun in their life. (laughs) Whoa, wrong one there, buddy. Once again, thanks very much for joining us, Stephen. Take care of yourself, and I look forward to the next time you join us back here in the X-Zone. I've really enjoyed talking to you. Thank you. Nice talking to you, too, sir. X-Zonation, Stephen J. Fogel has been my guest www.stephenjfogel.com He's the author of Your Mind is What Your Brain Does for a Living I'll be back on the other side of the news at six and a half minutes past the top of the hour as we continue here in the X-Zone with yours truly Rob McConnell from our broadcast center in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada Don't go away Thank you again Dad deserves double the thanks this year. So this Father's Day, give him the power tool system that has everything for every job. The RYOBI OnePlus tool system now on special buy. Over 260 RYOBI tools powered by one interchangeable 18-volt battery. And for a limited time, when you make a qualifying RYOBI purchase, you get one select tool or battery free. Feels like Father's Day at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Offer valid through July 31st, 2022. Valid at participating stores and online. Limit one per transaction. Are you passionate about your professional future but not sure what's next? The Ohio State University Fisher College of Business can take your education and career to the next level with its highly ranked Working Professional MBA. With flexibility to earn a degree entirely on campus, online, or a mix of both, an MBA from Ohio State is more accessible than ever. To get started, visit go.osu.edu slash WPMBA. The Ohio State University Max M. Fisher College of Business, where principled leaders are created. 